your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheila and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheila and Zach coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings on Birds with friends. All I know is Zach said he has a game where Sheila don't read both 7,000 <laughs> And I said, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> and so the yeah, purpose of that's what I, really what I needed was not to get at least one more reader. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends. As you get a a bit of a throwback there to uh, Shield needing a reason not to read one of my articles, and uh, you know maybe he doesn't need one. Everybody's here: Marissa, Shield, Zach, Shield, rocking a very handsome new Brewers hat, and it's making us all a little bit a little bit jealous. I think it's fair to say, Shield, how are you? Courtesy of DFOP, Ben Harris. I mean, what a guy. You know, he hears me talk on here about how I would love a Brewers hat. He says, I work for the Brewers. I'll hook you up. So now I have to hook him back up. And uh, if Ben Harris's neighbor, who apparently is the loyal listener from last time, if that person is listening, uh, hello to you. Feel free to send us stuff. I will say if you're any, you know, like local business or company and, you know, want to send along stuff for me to wear (laughs) during these YouTube pods, I am more than happy uh, to do that. Yes, they like to say um, on the Doughboys that the Doughboys can't be bought. Birds with Friends can definitely be bought. We'll take and whatever. happy Hanukkah to all, all our listeners. That's my favorite logo in sports. I, I it's applaud. A great logo. I, I applaud the I applaud the Brewers for uh, bringing it back this year. And or I applaud. Last year, rather. I applaud Ben Harris for uh, sending Marissa, Zach, and me something now. Fair to say. Take it easy. Listen. Can I give you my Ben Harris take that I uh, that I had been meaning to unload before that I never I never got to? Sure. Top of the show. Great. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, think about this. Like voter voter ID, right? It was 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 such a big deal in this election. So ID. Where's it going? You take out and and you see all these signs everywhere you go. Biden Harris. Biden Harris. You take out ID. Ben Harris. Everywhere you go, all I, all, all, everywhere I go now, I just see Ben Harris. You know, no there ID, are Ben Harris. Uh, there are X That's amount of it people. It's uh, the one who, line Biden, the next line Harris. You no, take out the ID, Ben Harris. Yeah, I'm following that, but I'm, I'm saying there are X amount of people who are on the clock for work right now, tuning in live on 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 YouTube, and they are being treated to nuggets such as that. I promise you that everybody who is on the clock tuning in is happy for this to take as long as possible. They're looking for the nonsensical distraction. Don't you think it's fair to say? I think, you know, you built up that story, and I will say it it lived up to the expectations (laughs) I had for it. Thank you. Uh, Okay, well, we've got plenty to get to. Um, I mean, I guess so. There's some news that Zach will share with us. We'll talk about um, the latest with this Eagles team, an all-time CTC performance from an Eagles legend. We will get to Swooper Sorecasting. Make sure those of you in the live YouTube chat drop your suggestions for Marissa. And then we will get our Crystal Ball Diga predictions for Sunday's game, the matchup of the two most dynamic running quarterbacks in NFL history, Jalen Hurts and Taysom Hill. Uh, Zach, let's send it over. What's the latest? And will you, in fact, be calling plays on Sunday?
Jason Peters is out for the season. Doug Peterson made that announcement Friday morning after a few weeks of this toe injury continuing for the Eagles' right guard, previously left tackle, future Hall of Fame player, but amid an inconsistent season for the Eagles, that season now ends abruptly. Jason Peters will undergo surgery. Nate Herbig will start at right guard, and the Eagles will start their 12th different offensive line combination in 13 games. Of course, the question remains, is this the end of the road for Jason Peters? It's a Hall of Fame career, like we said. The Eagles appeared ready to move on last offseason. Brandon Brooks' injury opened the possibility for him to come back at right guard. Andre Dillard's injury opened the left tackle spot for him, so it was the same as it's been in previous years. But uh, this injury and the way he's played this season might mean the end. That being said, I've covered this team since 2012. The obituaries on his career were already being written then. Uh, We are in 2020, so until Jason Peters says it, I won't necessarily believe it. And John Clark of NBC Sports Philadelphia tweeted out that Jason Peters wants to play another year. So we will see what happens with Jason Peters. In other news, Doug Peterson will be the play caller in Sunday's game. He he confirmed that today. So there were questions uh, last week, obviously, and in previous weeks uh, about how that responsibility will be split up. Doug will call the plays, and it's particularly noteworthy this week because one would assume that the Eagles will adjust their offense with rookie quarterback Jalen Hurts. Though he did he did offer up the job to somebody. He he mentioned he he I asked him about the calling plays. Uh he asked if I wanted to do it. I said I'd be happy to, but I don't think you want me to. <laughs> oh, and, I like uh, it. And he said, Well you guys think it's so easy. I, I was I was going to see it was I good was natured. gonna I was gonna shoot back that I mean you scored 12 points in the first half of the first four games, so I clearly don't think it's easy, right? But, uh, oh, but I don't think, oh, that would have been think, great. I don't think that's the time or the place for that, is Doug Peterson. Well, that would have been say. funny because this was like the, the happiest we've had Doug in a press conference <laughs> yeah. in months, and that would have that would have very quickly yeah. uh, turned turned. If it was, oh if, my if gosh, it was one of that would have been so funny. If, if it was one of those said. conversations we were on the side, I would have responded that way, but certainly something that's that's being broadcast live and and – uh, I, I don't think that's the time or the place. And, and also, it's on a time crunch. A lot of people have questions. So I try, I try to uh, avoid the back and forth as much as I can in those settings. But it's always nice when, uh, when Doug shows a human side. I agree with that. The uh, last piece of news that I, I just think is, is, is worth mentioning here, it's not major news for this game, but Roddy McLeod is the Eagles nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. That came out yesterday, and I just mentioned that because Roddy McLeod is someone who has done quite a bit in the Philadelphia community this 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 year, both during the pandemic and in, in voter outreach efforts, so that's a piece of news that's worth mentioning in the news update. But, also, but a I fellow have... Big Brother like yourself, yes, Berm. and yes, you. Correct. Yeah. Well, you said great like organization. Yourself. You should have said, have said and myself. Yeah. yeah, great. Or you know, I've already stumped for free stuff. So on, on <laughs> a note to actually uh, help people listen, if you're looking for like a New Year's resolution, something to do in uh, in 2021. Uh, we highly recommend the the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. Now it's a little tougher now. You know, you can't. I don't know yeah. if they're accepting uh, new people because you cannot meet with the little brothers, little sisters. But certainly, uh, you know, the application process does take some time. So maybe you get it started uh, January second, and then in a few months, maybe a little bit longer, when people are vaccinated, 
hopefully, then you can uh, jump into it. I do have to say the, like, the hagiography of of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Like oh, the, it's, it's, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little much. Like they they talk about on the broadcast last night. Like this is the most prestigious award in all of sports. Unbelievable! It's a very nice nod to someone doing something well but it's something they totally made up it's not a re- it's like it's no, it's I, a, yeah. a thing of their own creation yeah but i you know i i it's not I like the think... nobel prize we're talking about here no but i i i do think during these last nine months or so roddy mcleod has has oh, done absolutely quite a bit. so i, no I, doubt I about thought it. yeah i thought he I, I thought it was worth 30 seconds in the in the news update especially when we allocate time to i didn't Biden say Harris i didn't say it wasn't, <laughs> i didn't say it wasn't worth saying zach is coming that morning zach is feeling good i like this that now that would have been a great comeback to doug if you were like well based on your results it's really cannot be uh that easy but you know that's fine i mean it, it that is among you know. I, I like the good-natured aspect of it yeah. too, but it's like, uh, dude, you're get what's he getting paid? Five, six mil a year? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's know? not getting paid that much, is he? No, he's not. No, I, I thought he. I, I, I yeah, thought he was. Like the... I think he got a good bump after the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, I, so. I thought that new okay. deal. Because yeah. I think the highest-paid coaches are around nine, I believe. I want to say that's higher than I uh, thought, actually. Yeah, Carol uh, Belichick. Yes, coaches' yeah, so. salaries aren't as as readily available either. So, right. Yeah. No, I think that was a. Uh, the reports, but it's like, uh, listen, for, for six mil, I'll take yeah. a shot at having the 30th ranked uh, offense <laughs> in the NFL. Sure. I'll yeah, call coach. Me, I'll call you can coach. Pay me a fifth of that. I mean, I've already, I've already detailed, you know, my offense. You, you do give me a little mesh, give me a little zone read, give me a little four, four verts, give me a little uh, sluggo seam and you know, everything else, Jeff Stoutland, Deuce, they're doing the run game anyway. I mean, really, is there that much to do? Chuck it and pray, baby. <laughs> I can get there. I can get thirtieth. I think. No, I mean, I, I I would say I would have a better chance at getting thirtieth in DVOA than Bo would at throwing a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely. I would agree true. with that. That's definitely true. Hey, no risk it, no biscuit. That's what Bruce Arian says, right? And so I would also go for two point conversion. Also, I feel like there's a like there's a good chance that that there would just be a mutiny and they'd be, they'd start calling their own plays anyway, in which case they, they, you know, they that's might get to great. 29th. Yeah. I'm that's all about totally empowering fun. the players. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, do your thing. I'll be over here telling you to go for it on fourth down. I don't need to do anything else. Well, speaking of empowering the players, how do we feel about, uh, if this is in fact the end of the Jason Peters era, an all time performance empowering himself to, uh, you know, keep getting paid, baby. What a legend! You're absolutely right. For yeah. this for this year, you're saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like it's pretty. I think it's pretty easy to say that like this year will will probably quickly fade from memory. When yeah, you, when I you mean, think I, about I Jason think Peters, you, you can't really blame like Jason Peters wanted to play. It's every athlete's right yeah. to decide when they hang him up, and you totally. hang him up when someone is not willing to pay exactly. for him. I mean, the the issue is the Eagles just having no new ideas and saying, bring me everybody who's been in this building before. And, uh, except you know, Malcolm not, Jenkins, except, <laughs> yeah, except, except, Malcolm the guy, Jenkins, yes. except the guy who's the captain and the leader on the <laughs> yes. number one ranked except defense for the one the guy. Yeah. Get rid of him a year earlier than a year late. Right. I hope, I, else a year late. <laughs> I hope swooper sorecasting is just all Malcolm <laughs> Jenkins questions uh, today. But uh, yeah, so that's his right. I mean, yeah, Jason Peters has not been good. Um, you can certainly take issue with his demands to be paid more to play left tackle. I would say, like you said, a CTC all pro right there. You know, if you can listen, if you can get more money from your employer, get more money from your employer. That w- that would be my advice to uh, 
you know, I don't talk to as many college kids as, uh, as Zebram does, but, uh, when there is, when, when they're like, all right, give us one last piece of advice. That's usually my piece of advice is when you get offered a job, ask for more money. That's when you got the leverage. So that's all Jason Peters is doing. And so good for him. I think, uh, Bo is right. You know, no one's going to really remember how this thing ended, uh, 10 years from now, you'll have uh, Bo's favorite photo of, Jason Peters with the cigar and the Lombardi trophy. And I don't even know how many starts he's had under his belt, uh, willing to, to fight the entire Washington football team mm-hmm. that one game. I mean, so he's, you know, his teammates always 148 speak. starts with the Eagles, 148 starts. So, uh, you know, there will be many more uh, fond memories. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if six months from now he rethinks that, thought to play more but i you know i guess you can't really put it past him at this point the the uh thing I, the I, eagles I, the eagles cannot bring him back they cannot yeah. although they can, they we've can. been having this conversation this conversation is older than this podcast exactly. at this point <laughs> but they so, just i mean they can't i i just wrote on the on the athletic that in 2013 the eagles drafted lane johnson and the thought then was was that this is the replacement lane johnson's now 30 years old and has signed two contract extensions since then um <laughs> But uh, no, when 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 Bo asked us that 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 question, and and uh, I I was thinking, was this the like the most likely outcome of the season though for Jason Peters, right? That that he would uh, yes. be be inconsistent, that he would be injured, <laughs> that he would come, you know, that he would miss yeah, games, and that the season would eventually end. Like this was if if you were allocating turkeys when they signed Jason Peters. This is the one you would have allocated the most turkeys on. Yes. So it's, it's like it's, if anything, it's like a it's a it's a very minor surprise he even got to play in eight games. Yeah. So like, so this it, like this has happened exactly as as we expected. Like you can say it's unfortunate, and certainly it is. You, you know, I imagine Jason Peters has has been in a lot of pain these these recent weeks. It's hard enough to play in the NFL. It's it's harder when you have an injury. Probably even harder when you're 38 years old and have an injury even harder when you're playing in a new position and, and have an injury. So I, I recognize all that. Uh, but I will say this is not particularly surprising outcome. Definitely. I'm sure we did do a turkeys to the kingdom at some point with that Zach. I mean, I obviously have no recollection of it, but uh, I'm, you know, if there's an enterprising listener, you can tell us if we've done that before or not. Uh, and so that means that, uh, as you said, Zach, we've got uh, nasty Nate Herbig back from the abyss. Uh, playing right guard, and we asked him about that this morning. And what did he have to say? Not really very much. He's he's just uh, wanting to, to do the best he can for this team. There was a great exchange. Uh, Les Bowen asked him about the finger injury, and he's like, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. And Les is like, well, it is your finger. It's you know? your hand. <laughs> it's your hand, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, big flex. Oh yeah. man, I do. Yeah, we could have used some audio of that. That and sounds amazing. Like, we've had a couple good. We've had a couple yeah. good less uh, moments yeah. in, in the zooms lately. <laughs> Yesterday, we got an all all time classic less eye roll when uh, somebody asked Jordan Mailata why he calls Jalen Hurts Deuce, and Les is just like, <laughs> which is just yeah. so good. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Nate Herbig. Yeah, uh, it's not about him. It's just about the team. He's not trying to prove that he should be the right guard going forward. He just wants uh, to help help beat the Saints on 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 Sunday. Uh, the uh, his the advice he received from from him, from Jeff Stoutland is just that what he's he wasn't playing well or he has a lot he needs to work on, right? Something he of that really nature. Say, yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, so Nate he said he wasn't good. So he said he wasn't good enough. Yeah, he wasn't like, good enough. Exactly. He's like, I'm not. He was like, I, I asked what, like, what did he tell you to work yeah. on? He's like, just being better. I'm not good at anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so uh, Nate Herbig will be flex, in there, I guess. and the Eagles will have. Uh, I find this pretty interesting. They will have three starters on the offensive line on on Sunday, age 23 or younger. Right. So this is an offensive. So line what's that, the starting offensive line Sunday? It, it'll be uh, Jordan Mailata at left tackle, Isaac Sayamalu at right guard, Isaac's, uh, Isaac's guard. 27. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, left guard. Isaac Sayamalu's 27, so four or 27 and under. Uh, Jason Kelsey at, at, at center, Nate Herbig at right guard, and Jack Driscoll at right tackle. You know, Jason Kelsey, I, I meant to bring this up during the last podcast, Again, was an animal last week. I mean, I don't know if he wants to keep playing or not, but I know, Bo, you you wrote about this, like, what was it, like four or five, six weeks ago, uh, but it continues to be true that they are, you know, you don't expect these performances from the 30-plus guys, and they're just completely wasting it. I mean, he was he had some blocks. Thanks for, thanks for reading. You're welcome. I mean, somebody <laughs> tweeted it. You saw the headline. I, yeah, I just yeah. saw the headline, yeah. Uh, this was... Uh, like there were some blocks in space in that game where he looked like he was uh, ten years younger, and you know he's has he he's been healthy for every game, right? He hasn't missed a start. I think he came out the one came time out, when yeah. he, he was mfing on the sideline, but uh, <laughs> other than that, he has he has been fine. So I think I don't know because there were some questions about the way he sort of went after the entire not went after, right? He spoke very honestly about the coaching staff and organization. It's like you know do. You, this is not going to be a Super Bowl contender next year. You know, it could be a, a playoff contender, but do you want to come back for that type of season if you're Jason Kelsey? And if not, I feel like we've got to be first in line to get him with uh, with the Athletic or with Birds with Friends before other other media mm. vultures try to get after him. Well, yeah, I also don't want to like I don't want to be the guy who's like uh, reaching out to Jason Kelsey the day after he retires, like come come on our podcast, like let him let him have some time. You know, yeah. got to respect the man's. Okay, I'll be that space. guy. Yeah, yeah, you could do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice I mean, guy. I think the Eagles are not. Been they, nice. They're not really in a position to uh, like. He's the one guy who they should hope comes back. But we'll see what happens. I guess. Uh, anything else on the news front, Zach? Anything we heard yesterday, um, or since we last spoke, that that was worth bringing up? I guess not. You you gave the rundown you thought we needed. Why should I ask if there's anything? Yeah, not else? particular. I, I me mean, I I can offer you injury updates. Um, uh, Darius Slay and Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, uh, I believe Jeffrey was full yesterday in practice. Here, let me pull up the the report. Uh, so his injury does not appear. Hold on. I I. How about? How about Larry Holder, who covers the uh, Saints for the Athletic, just just coming in over the top with a an Eagles Saints cheat sheet today, when we've got <laughs> ours coming tomorrow. What a what a what a big time flex move out of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah, he's got his own. He, they, the Saints apparently have their own cheat sheet. So. Well, what he's supposed to wait for you guys to write. No, yours? I just it's funny. It's funny. I did. Yeah. I saw it come across my feed cheat sheet. I was like, Ooh. did I did I write this in my sleep? What happened here? <laughs> so. That's like Roop's ten things. Big time uh, flex from Larry Holder. Yeah. So uh, Fletcher Cox and Alshon Jeffrey were both full participants in practice yesterday. So if Alshon doesn't play or if Alshon snaps are reduced, they can't necessarily say it's injury related. Um, now limited in practice uh, was was Derek Barnett and Darius Slay. But Barnett appeared with a pelvis injury. Slay has a knee injury, uh, so certainly pay attention to Darius. 
but but I I would you say think he that follows Michael Thomas this week. In Thomas plays a lot in the slot, so but but they did talk about the fact that he he could move inside. I don't know. They I also I don't, don't like so. him. You know, yeah, they don't have a lot of corners, I guess. But. Yeah. But do you want Roby I would Coleman say yes. Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. You probably don't I mean, want Roby yeah. Coleman on him. Who else are you going to put? Exactly. I mean, yeah, really. One of your seven, uh, five foot nine yeah. uh, nickels. You're going to exactly. put on Michael Thomas. They got a positionless defense. It does it. They're all the same. They're all <laughs> equal. Which um, I know we're not on these Saints yet, but they've actually. I think you could make the argument of teams that have successfully built the positionless sure. secondary. Uh, they are probably like near the top of the list. Yeah. So it's it's. It's funny. I mean, I, I don't mean to belabor the Malcolm Jenkins point, but, you know, you talk about the positionless thing. When Jim Schwartz was gushing about him this week, he said he played seven positions for us. <laughs> so it's like, get rid of the guy who plays seven positions for you. Right. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about no to, positions. Yeah. We forgot but, to talk about Malcolm yeah. Jenkins in our seven hour podcast last week. I would like to get into the Malcolm Jenkins discussion unless there's anything else noteworthy no, to talk uh, about. No, no. The, the one other piece of, of, of news, I would say, because we did mention Alshon. Um, Doug was asked today about playing different receivers, and the the person who asked the question mentioned, uh, it was it was it was Mike K of NJ.com mentioned that Jalen Hurts is on the scout team and has 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 chemistry perhaps with the scout team receivers, and the name that Doug Peterson mentioned was Quez Watkins. Said uh, Jalen Hurts and Quez Watkins get a lot of Hell work yeah. together. So you wonder if if maybe Quez Watkins is up this week. Um, it would be ve- it would be very um, Eagles. If Quez Watkins plays on Sunday and has like 150 yards <laughs> receiving and he's been buried on the practice squad or on, on the inactive uh, list the inactive. entire season. What was it? Like a month ago, I was calling out that Quez Watkins had a great route that, I, you know, one of the few times this <laughs> year I actually had to rewind and be like, oh, who is this guy? Is this uh, Raker? Oh, no, it's Quez Watkins. Wow, that was pretty. I mean, of course, the ball didn't go his way. And it was one of like three snaps he probably played uh, in that game. But uh, yeah, maybe give him a shot. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, 160, and this might be, I don't know, all right, I'll just say. There's 162 <laughs> wide receivers who have run at least 50 routes this year. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is among them. Where do you think he, he uh, ranks in yards per route run? You said 162? 162, yes. 162. I would say 161. Mm, I think it's a little bit better than that. I'm going to say one, well, for game theory, I'm going to say 160, but I actually think it's more like 152. Mm, when game theory bites you in the backside, it's 162. Ooh. Really? Whoa. He's dead Z-Burf. last. Zeeburf just on fire. <laughs> what a performance. How many minutes in are we? That's this funny. Guy, yeah, he's last. I guess it's because of the, the 50, because I've seen some guys, you know, I think Arthega Whiteside would be lower, right? But Yeah, uh, I mean, Arthega Whiteside is one. Yeah, I had to get it so that yeah, Alshon was included because he's yeah, only yeah. run 60 routes. 60 routes. <laughs> two catches. Two, two catches. For 15 yards. Let me see where he is in terms of yards per reception here at 7.5. What about, what about, where he does he rank? He bumps up to 158. Uh, he bumps up to 158 okay. if you do yards per reception. Now, where does he rank in old man flails per route run? Well, you, you know, I was thinking this actually. So I wanted to, if I was an enterprising reporter, which I am not, I would add in all the OPIs and DPIs because then what would he be? Because he cost them, he cost them with his OPI last <laughs> week. So he's two for fifteen, and it's worse than that because yeah. he had an offensive pass interference penalty. Like literally, the worst you can play at what the least productive you can be at wide receiver. His Although I was time thinking, is only going up. I was thinking about this with Alshon. You know, I I recognize that he's been like the butt of jokes 
And oh that, boy, that what is, is this take going to be? It's really no, it is really it's really bad out there. Um, but but it's really like bad out there. The, <laughs> like it's like like it's raining knives this, like, outside. Like Alshon could have just milked the injury, right? You know, you know, he could have milked the injury. He could be sitting out practices. Like he's oh, at least come on. he's at least showing up, right? We've seen we've seen players. Well, we've what seen are players you talking in the past about. Who, I don't think no, I'll no, show. No. no, okay. No, no, no. He could, because he he needs to he needs to find a team after this season. Really? If he wants to keep I playing, I mean, so he really think I'll get out there like, and play. Like, like I don't think well, he's going to retire. I'll, I'll ask you this: Who has a better chance of playing in the NFL next year, Alshon or Jason Peters? Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> I would say Alshon. Alshon. Yeah, I think yeah. Alshon. Okay. Some, I yeah. mean. People still talk about him nationally, like he is, like he exists. So. But at that position, like if you can't run anymore, you you know, like offensive yeah, well, then line. What are the Eagles doing? Put him on the field. Well, he's on. Like, I agree. I mean, we agree on that. But like, it doesn't look like he can run right now. Well, it's because he can't run right now. Yeah. So, do you think Howie will be able to dupe a uh, national reporter into like uh, you know January eighteenth? Uh, you know, Alshon really uh, showed some signs end of the season. He's available via trade uh, if teams are, oh, uh, you know, this ongoing saga. The of, like, Eagles are hoping to, hoping to unload. It's going to be out there. I can promise you. It's He's available. Like, yeah. they're, they're not calling teams, yeah. but if a team <laughs> yeah. called, yeah. they would listen. They would Alshon listen. Jeffrey. They would listen they to They would offers. listen. They would exactly. listen. Yeah. Not exactly. trying to get rid of them, but they would listen. Yeah. That's my favorite. Why do, you, why do you even do that, honestly? Like, what? Oh, my. I'll just let it go. I think they you only do listen. it if it's like a non-obvious situation, right? You know, like if you have like if if you have a star and and it's yeah, like then you, you don't know, want to be the one to put it out there. Why? Well, I, I mean, the second you put out there that you would listen, like there goes your leverage. Has anyone ever believed that the star, team's not shopping? The team's not shopping player X, but they will listen. No, <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think. Like Quinn and Williams. I mean, I think there is a difference. I think there is a difference between shopping and like you you know you could blow us away with. But everybody's available for the right. Everybody's available. Exactly. That was a very the way you said the way you said that was very Seinfeldian. It's all right. Very Jerry. It's Uh, like I don't know if it. Well, uh, I was I was gonna say like I don't know if the Raptors were shopping Demar Derozan per se, but but when Kawhi Leonard's on the table, you know. Um, it's, yeah, it's I think they were more. But they were probably shopping him. What do you think? I disagree. You're right. They were probably shopping him. What's the Alshon Jeffrey NBA comp at this point of his career? Hmm. Is there I somebody mean, with a with an albatross of a contract? Well, John Wall, his, but, his but I think John Wall has has much more left in him than Alshon does. <laughs> but like, if you told me John Wall's contract was 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 going to be able to be moved. I probably would have been skeptical, but then it was moved for Russell Westbrook's contract. So that's funny because that's really the only way you could ever compare Alshon Jeffrey and John Wall <laughs> is is the way you just did. I mean, like. I actually, I think they're they're similar in that they are both um, they both have very skinny limbs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would say now it has to be someone older who's just zapped of all their ability. Right now, like like John Wall can be a productive player. I mean, nobody wants that contract, but you know, like like you're not gonna go to, yeah. you're not gonna watch John Wall play next well, year Udonis and be Haslam? like, what the hell is this guy doing on the court right now? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it has to be someone right. who's, who's really getting paid. I, I I can look into that and get us for the next show. Okay, okay. some some Marissa, comments big, here. Big mug flex again, right? Yeah, there were questions about <laughs> everybody. That. The chatters love the mug. <laughs> Chatter I saw a comment mug. that says, show the mug or I'm leaving. 
<laughs> All right, that's a good flex. But wait, I do, have, I do have another update. Ben Harris loved the intro to the show, uh, messaged oh. him on uh, Twitter, and he said, incredible, you guys yeah. are all unreal. There you go. Ben no, Harris, update on, uh, no update on uh, our hats, but. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I mean, listen, you, you got to ask, find another listener who has free stuff and get him. You can't be showing up with, with Brewers gear, uh, you know, like, like me. That would be cramping my style, as they say. All right. Uh, let's see. Some of the questions. People had wanted to know if I was drinking out of a canoe today. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. And I do have a question. What do you guys do to clean your water bottles? I, I like this water bottle, but it's like every couple of days, the little odor coming out of this. And then I do the, I even bought those little tablets you throw in there, which have to be the biggest ripoff. But, you mm. know, I get duped easily with Instagram ads. And so you throw a tablet <laughs> in there, you leave it in there for 30 minutes, it's supposed to clean it. Sometimes it works. I do a little soap and water, but it's not like my past water bottles rarely do you have to really, you know, get after them for cleaning. This one, a little bit of odor comes in every, every few days. I don't know what else about your odor. I mean, I just put it in the dishwasher. Uh, uh, not, not dishwasher safe. I know it says one. that, but it's fine. You put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> is you that give true? It, you give it a little rinse when you're, you when it's done. You think I could put fine. this in the dishwasher? Yes. That is big. Everyone's making comments uh, about yeah. my mug. That is a canoe. Who, who wants to be refilling their water all day long? You got to go for the big size. All yeah. right. Yeah. Listen, I think that'll l- go in the dishwasher. It's fine. Listeners, let me know if this uh, water bottle will be ruined if I throw it in the dishwasher. Anyone else have comments? No? Okay. Uh, um, I have a, I have a moa culpa actually on the smoothie front. Um, yeah. uh, my wife uh, was correctly um, correcting me that uh, I was talking as if I'm the one who's making the smoothies when 90% of the time she's the one making the smoothies. <laughs> oh, so, you got to take credit right. for her smoothie making. She's That's right. That's very inappropriate. I mean, we're on the same page in terms of what goes into the smoothie. Sometimes I put a little bit more almond butter than she would, but uh, that's, you know, it's true. She was right. You can't. Why? Why can't you be the smoothie maker? I mean, this I is like sometimes. literally one of the only things I can make. Sometimes it should be every time. I don't Treat like cleaning the blender. I don't like cleaning the blender. Yeah, I, I don't think like it's that. Gotta yeah, that's be like that's like, why we've got. That's why know, it's nice to have that little guy, the little, the little magic bullet. Oh, I thought you I were having Casey <laughs> clean the blender. I'm like, damn, you have Casey cleaning the blender. That's unbelievable. Good parenting out of you. Uh, Lawrence says, I should, uh, Brewer said, I should have, and this is a missed opportunity. I, I missed the opportunity to wear the Astros hat like mm. Jalen Hurts. You can't really support the Astros, although the, the old school Houston logo, I think, is pretty cool. It is. Yeah. But yeah, so. I mean, you don't want to be on the okay. side of uh, cheating and. Uh, no, no, you can't do that. Yelling at uh, female reporters defending domestic abusers. Yeah, I, I think I can fairly say I would agree with that. I do not want to be uh, on that side. Mike says, who's campaigning harder, Shield to get free stuff or Lewis Riddick to take Howie Roseman's job? <laughs> That's a good comment there. That's a good one. Uh, I, don't Ryan, think that will, I don't think that will happen. but Yeah, I don't think so. Ryan wants to know, uh, don't care about the Eagles, give us the banter. So I think that's directed towards you, uh, uh, Zach. No one, uh, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to just let it rip. Uh, Irvin says, he's not a company owner. But what's to Irvin? I like that name. Magic. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. Is it Irvin with a Well, this is I-R. I-R-V-I-N. I like that. Any expecting parents uh, in Irv. the chat? Think about that. Oh, outstanding. Big Irv. I like that. Um, not a company owner, but would like the opportunity to, to pay Shield to wear a custom T-shirt. Going to need cost estimates here. Uh, listen, I will wear it as long as it's nothing offensive. I am a large, and you got to get the premium. Don't be, you know, all due respect, don't be 
come in here with that gilding stuff. All right. I need when you get to this age in your uh, late 30s, you got to have the soft. It's all about the softness and the fit of the tea over anything else. Now, sometimes I will say the soft, the soft tea does not fit so well. Yeah, yeah, like a big pasta meal or something. It's, it's a, little, a little clingy. Give me some room. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. But we're all at home all day, you know. That's anyway, true. So it's yeah, okay. I mean, we're it's still comfortable. You know, chest up. Yeah. Well, for now. <laughs> <laughs> Depends point, on what they pay for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was gonna say, at, at some point, we'll be in the locker room again. In, in the, you know, in the like, maybe. Uh, I don't know about that. Press box. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, how, how do you feel about this? Aaron says Daniel Jeremiah for GM, Brian Dayball for head coach. I feel like the Dayball thing happens if Howie is more likely to happen if Howie stays because of the Bob Lamont connection. I, um, I also think that I think if you if you think about uh, what the Eagles are look would be looking for in a general manager, and um. Like what part of the reason that it, it it is hard to imagine them totally firing Howie is because I don't think they they're gonna have someone just come in to run personnel and then there's nobody sort of running the organization above them, um, which is why there's the possibility for like you know what Sheila's talked about the the Howie promotion demotion where he's theoretically overseeing the entire football operations and then maybe they bring in a Jeremiah underneath him to be the final decision maker on all things personnel or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This setup would be like one of the few I could think of where you would keep Howie in the organization, right. but he already has a uh, existing relationship with a Jeremiah and right. maybe Jeremiah handles all the personnel. I don't know if he would want that. I mean, he's got another job offer, so maybe that wouldn't. Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he could get a little right, more juice somewhere else go without back and a check Howie. Shields piece on on Daniel last year. Very good piece. Yeah, without. Nice uh, I I don't think he would hook me up though. You know, if he got the Eagles job, mm. I you know I don't think I'd be able to become the. He's got plenty sort, of other people to hook yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's working for NFL Network, but um, <clears> well, that, that's an interesting thought there. Uh, let's see, Michael there says. Was a good come, piece. There was a good piece yesterday by Dan Hatman, who used to uh, work. Yeah in the scouting department for the Eagles about um, like good the guy. general manager search, search process. Very good guy, um, which I thought was interesting and you know identified some candidates. And it's true, like we've talked about this. We, Sheila and I have talked about this for a long time where like the people who are running NFL teams are not necessarily the best and the brightest. And like their candidate pool is always very narrow of like people they already know or like who's got an agent and uh, it's definitely not the best way to go about finding the you know the best candidates. I mean, I think that if if the Eagles did that arrangement where Howie stays and they put someone in there uh, who is above Andy Weidel essentially, then I don't think it's it, I I think it's it's someone who 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 has a, a little more kind of gravitas or status and can work with Howie. I I don't think it's it's someone on a comparable career track to Andy or, or, or what Joe Douglas was. I mean, I, I could see someone, I'm like throwing names out here, but, but like Rick Smith, you know, who, who's, who's been a GM before, who has the, Ugh. who has, you know, Bo, who, Bo can't stand him for so. Yeah, I don't know why. Your... I, I think, I think there's a, pro, I think there's a problem uh, where I'm actually thinking he's someone else, <laughs> but I didn't, he didn't do a great job. Right? But he, I, I mean, he, didn't he get them Watson, JJ Watt? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. Okay. And he's, he has DeAndre, a he has a close relationship wrong, with Howie. Though. He's he's I believe he's another Lamont guy. Um, but but I, I I bring him up because like you know you're 
you're doing it in in such a way that that you're saying if, if you're using the comp of like a, a baseball front office, then you know it's it's like Andrew Friedman and Josh Burns, you know, or uh, you know people who who have this GM experience, kind of all all working together. But I would I, I would continue to say that a guy like that. Would Why this would he, be an right. ideal? Sure. I mean, really, he if, could if go. You don't, if you don't you have can go somewhere and be Howie. Like, GM, why do you want right, to go yeah. here and work for Howie when you could go somewhere else and just sort of be? Well, that's a fair that question. guy. But, I mean, but, maybe but not. Wonder, may, yeah, yeah. How many opportunities there are and exactly. and all that? Maybe you're right. Maybe they get along great. I, I don't know. Any, I don't actually don't know if he's uh, okay. a great GM or not. It's just always funny. His name gets brought up and Bo like crushes him. And I'm like, he definitely wasn't like one of the worst GMs well, in the league. I will say he is not qualified to be a decision maker for what a league should do in a pandemic. And that was what I initially bristled at. He's on that. He's on that committee with oh, Charlie okay. Casserly and and Bill Polian. My like, mind works in very bizarre. I wasn't bizarre like mentioning ways. him. It's true. I like, oh, what do we do to really make sure the players are protected? I know. Let's call Charlie Casserly. I was. I. <laughs> How does that reflect on Rick Smith? He's in the so, same committee. So what? Maybe he's given great ideas. He, no, he so doesn't my, have this track unlikely. record of being a doofus. So my point about Rick Smith, though, is is similar to. To what uh, you know, the Eagles did it a, f- a few years ago with Phil Savage. You know, I I, I think it, w- it would be a former GM, someone who, uh, who 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 comes in with that type of status, because otherwise. And I think that's a half measure. I, I don't think okay. that's an acceptable. Yeah. Res- no, no, I think it's a possibility. But I think the only the only acceptable way uh, to sell keeping Howie and bringing someone else in is if they are like, you can truly believe that they are going to have final personnel say and how he is like overseeing the structure of the organization, which again, that probably isn't going to last either. But yeah, Zach, did you have something else before Bo interrupted you there? No, no, no. But uh, we were, we, we, we were going to talk about Malcolm Jenkins. I I know she wanted that. All right. Let me finish. Let me finish out these, these uh, comments from the, uh, from the listeners. Okay. Uh, Chad says life advice from bird for birds with friends. She'll make money at a job. Zeeburn buy Amazon stock. Bo do not value your employment at all. Uh, have an idea and let it rip. And Marissa drink soup. <laughs> Which, <laughs> so uh, Defop uh, tracer tracer. Hopefully you got your uh, pasta fistios gift card. Uh, he says to Bo, respect his space. What kind of reporter are you? You ask him, ask him while he's on the podium before the tears are dry. Yeah, he's got a point. That's not your job to respect his space. You, know, you got to do what's best uh, for the podcast. Eh, debatable. Oh, I mean, you, you can't uh, be the one saying that. Mo says, uh, I'm 30 minutes behind on the live feed, but man, we could have started a fun for Zeberm to mention that to Doug about the 12 points in the first half. It would have been historic. That's true. I think we could have, I know there was no way to go back and raise money for that, but I, I do think we could have raised a lot of money for charity to get Zach to fire back with that. Uh, see, the thing Kyle, you have to be cognizant of is, is like these, <laughs> these press conferences, particularly this year when they're on zoom, but, but like they're, they're broadcasted out. You, you never want to be in a situation where, where like you become, you know, like like where people are, are, are talking about the question and not and not the answer. So uh, it's always one of those things. We've had backs and forths, uh, sometimes funny when it's off the podium. Uh, but when they're up there, I, like you, you don't want to be one of those guys who's who's trying to get talked about for his question. 
or for your 16. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah, anyone would confuse you for that. You okay. you and uh, Doug have been in good graces. You've been to uh, like 700 of his press conferences uh, for a long stretch, the first question. So I think you would have been okay for a, uh, for a little back and forth there. All right, last one was uh, Kyle says, we need one 7 a.m. pod to really see Z-Berm and his element firing on all cylinders. You should host that one, I feel like. Yeah, I would be. I would love that. that, I like a nice morning pod. I was thinking the other day when when we were when you asked Bo the uh, questions about uh, you know the the peck nest migrated about the jobs, and he was dismissive of a morning show job because uh, you know he 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 doesn't like the morning. Yeah, I imagine it's it's difficult. Like it's got to be really difficult getting up at at what four a.m. three forty-five. The flip side of that is is your day or your professional obligations are finished usually around what like 11 noon so you have you know you have so much time to, to to be with your kids to watch stuff going on you know it's it's kind of the opposite of you know like that that's true i yeah, think that my part's biggest appealing to me my biggest problem with it is that i am not capable of going to bed early yeah so i You're like i could get up i could get up i could get up early if i needed to but i like i'm not able to go to bed at like you know you need to be going to bed at like eight o'clock or something like that and i just i can't do that when well, I worked for Major League Baseball, I did the 5 a.m. to noon shift Ooh, big in the city. So I had to leave my house Ooh. at like 3.45 in the morning. Ooh. And what was that like? I loved being home at 1 o'clock. Yeah. It was awesome. But like if you don't go to bed by like 8 and then you miss like everything at night, like you can't right, have any baseball. big games. <laughs> yeah. You like can't do anything because if you're not in bed by 8, like you have to be up, you know. Right. So there were nights that I didn't go to bed till like midnight and then I'm like, no oh crap, I have three hours of sleep. So The move is, and this is a, you know, preemptive flex here when i did the one if you're west coast time in seattle doing a morning mm. show fantastic shout oh, out to 710 espn seattle that did that was like one of the my favorite things i've done in my career was doing that uh show once a week because west coast all the sports are finished early on you get early bedtime you yeah, drive it you, it works you're there. starting you're starting your day with so much juice. I mean, you got to be on and going right away. So you kind of just have to force it. You get this uh, jolt of energy. Oh, I found it very enjoyable. I, you're the I, first. I, you're the first people to comment on all the, uh, you know, all the happenings of the night before. I I, I really like West Coast time. I, I was uh, I was thinking today, like I, I saw in in Tom Brady's press conference, he's he, he said, for the life of me, you you couldn't get me to live in the Northeast again. You know, he, he was, was he asked about, about the million dollars he took from the uh, administration for his business? I don't know if he was asked about that. Though. Oh, I, okay. you know, I was, <laughs> perhaps he was, but I, I don't know. But, uh, but my, he, my they, he was really hurting financially, you know, compared to the rest of the country. <laughs> my point being is, is that there are Walter Payton, man of the year candidate, I'm sure. Yeah, there are advantages in in uh, different regions. West Coast time in in, in Seattle. You know, if you if you're living in in Florida, Texas, California, you know the 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 weather, things like that. So, anyways, that's an aside. All right, I was going to do for an you. ad Big read, but for... I better wait till we get to some Eagles thing. I don't know. Big that, day for uh... Eagles fans. I heard a uh, uh, a source in Nashville told me that uh, Taylor Swift dropped a uh, like a reference to being an Eagles fan, her e- wearing an Eagles shirt or having an Eagles shirt in her uh, new album. My sister texted me about that. Um, Big day. Yeah. I didn't know Could if have played the clip. I mm. please no. I don't want to mess with Taylor Swift copyright. 
Oh, yeah, that's that probably good point. Well said. <laughs> there, that would be the actual thing that would get us all fired. And now, was it a reference? We play to... an eight-second clip of a Taylor Swift song. I'd be happy to get homeless. fired for that. I'm in for that. And so, was it a reference to the Taylor Philadelphia Trump, Eagles? Though. Was it a reference to the Philadelphia Eagles or the band the Eagles? That's what my wife asked. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I think it's the I think it's the Philadelphia Eagles. It is um, okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, I haven't listened uh, yet. I'll listen this weekend. And yeah, let us know. Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, all right. Sheila, what did you want to say about Malcolm Jenkins? No, I mean, it wasn't really necessarily what I wanted to say. Zach, why don't you fill us in on his comments uh, earlier this week? I, I, I wasn't there for the availability, but read and watched it and uh, thought it was very interesting. Yeah, I, I watched it back as well. I will pull up one of the quotes here. He he was, I mean, first off, he was talking about how he lives here during the offseason. Uh, he, he loves Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Uh, and him were, were once synonymous. Um, but uh, here, this was the quote that, that jumped out to me. I gave everything I had to the city, to the team, did everything the coaches asked me to do, did everything to make the players around me better, try to put my best, my best football out there, and it just wasn't valued that much by those who made the decisions. For me, it was just more of a principle about respect. I really don't care what the money was, but I wanted to see what the respect factor was, and it wasn't valued what I thought and so decisions are made, and I ended up at a place that values what I bring. And this is the conversation, by the way, that we had at the end of last season. It's the conversation we had in March when when they let him go. Uh, this wasn't a matter of Malcolm Jenkins trying to be the highest paid safety in the NFL because his contract in the Sa- his contract with the Saints indicated it wasn't necessarily about that. But I, I do think he wanted to be shown um, more respect from the Eagles and. Based on on the way the Eagles played that situation, I just think they determined that that they didn't want Malcolm Jenkins back this year. Yeah, I mean, combining, you know, like you said, combining what Jenkins said with what Jim Schwartz said earlier in the week, you know, it it sure seemed like uh, Jenkins' wrath was directed towards the, the front office more than uh, more than anyone, and you're right. Like you can make the case certainly that uh, getting rid of Jenkins was the fine move. You want to get younger, all those different types of things, but it just doesn't align with the rest of the moves that the franchise made. You right. know, this is, the, this is the one guy who you right. You draw if you're a line doing on. that with everybody, fine, go ahead. You got to do it. The Eagles did it in a previous era, but this is the guy they drew the line on. Uh, it was really just guaranteeing one more year of salary. And I think his play this year has certainly been, um, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I've watched every game on film, but it certainly seems like it's matched his play last year. There has not been a drop-off uh, in that Saints defense. He's been a captain, a leader for them. He has not been injured. Once again, he's been one of the most durable players in the NFL. He's one of the greatest leaders that I would say any Philadelphia team has seen since we've uh, been alive. And some of the things you've seen with the team this year, certainly you could um, benefit from having that like, I mean, I just have that picture in my head at the end of that Dolphins game of him just slamming his helmet on the field. I mean, an ultra competitive uh, guy, a great leader who who really did help all those other DBs he was working with, 
a guy who didn't like mince words with if you needed a spokesman on something, he was going to tell you what he thought, uh, all these different types of things. Somebody, uh, and Zach, I know this is like one of your uh, favorite nuggets, but how about his practice? Yep. Uh, him as a practice player. I mean, I joke sometimes that we overdo this, but when you have a guy like that who's setting the tone at practice, I think that does matter, who's playing special teams, all these different types of things. And then, again, you look at the other moves they made on defense and how has that affected the defense compared to the potential value you would have had at a lower cost with Malcolm Jenkins, and you can certainly question that move. And a guy who also had a um, a role there for him as he declined physically. Like, Correct. You, you just you, you all of a sudden move him a little bit closer to the box. Guess what? That also balances out you know, paying nothing to your linebackers if he's if you're you know if, if he's yes. going to be your box linebacker um, in you know big nickel situations. So it's not like a, it's not like a deep safety losing a step where all of a sudden there's nothing he can do for you. There you know there was a role for him, and yeah, I mean I think I think I think I said at the time like I, I the, the move in a vacuum is fine because you know what's valuable is someone who can cover the deep middle of the field. Um, maybe he doesn't deserve to get paid quite that much for what his skill set is right now, but for him to be the only one you draw the line on, and then you're bringing back all these other old players, it you know it, it obviously doesn't really uh, doesn't really mesh. Yeah, two things to add there. First, I I, I think Shield hit it on the head when he was talking about Schwartz's comments. Um, I I don't want to play psychoanalyst with a psychoanalyst with or psychopsychologist you can't be a psychopsychologist you can only be a psychologist right um i, I don't want to play psychoanalyst or a psychologist you can be a psycho anything uh, yeah when it comes to what schwartz was saying but uh schwartz could have answered that question being like i have a lot of respect for malcolm jenkins he's 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 no longer on the eagles you know uh we we wish him well except for sunday it could have been that right uh yeah. i i think jim well took- yeah but you know, he's always going to. No, I think talk. Jim answered that question the way that he did to 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 illustrate the fact that this was not a Jim Schwartz decision. That this was not. I I believe I believe that's why he he he, he did it. Both. You're free to disagree, but I think that was him painting the line, saying, "I I didn't want this guy to go." I think that's possible, but I also think it's important to know that. Jim Schwartz is good at the media game, and it's sure, like he could have done that cal- in a calculated way to make it seem like he wanted Malcolm to stay because it hasn't worked out very well. When in fact, you know, he was fine with Malcolm Maybe. going. I, you know, it's okay. possible. I think I think the most likely scenario is what you're saying, but I don't think it's like a hundred percent just because he gave a really good answer. Why well, I, I think Jim's aware of this narrative that's out there that he's the one making the decisions on the defensive personnel. Yeah, and and so I so so that's, maybe that's it's true. it's it's what you said that uh, that he wants to kind of try to distance himself from it retroactively. But uh, but I I do think there there was intent with that answer beyond just the compliment, which was that he's the smartest player I've ever coached and he he did so much for this defense. Uh, the other thing, uh, and and we talked about his 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 leadership, and I'll I'll tell you it. His leadership style wasn't necessarily for everybody, right? Like, like it, it, it might have graded on some guys in that locker room, but like, a, like an Orlando Skandrick. <laughs> but I, I think that, and maybe it's, it's just because like that's a personality type that I might respond to. You know, when you're talking about like I, I think it's, it's good to have someone who is, who is hyper competitive, who is, who is hyper um, aware, who is, who is, you know, gonna keep working hard who's he you don't necessarily need 
that to have that that laid back type leader. And I, I think there was a void when he left the locker room, and that's not to be to belittle uh, Roddy McLeod, who I who I think uh, is also has, has 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 leadership ability and has has tried to step up. Um, but I I just think Malcolm had such a presence in there, and uh, when when things are going bad, uh, I think that's that's the that's a good type of guy to have. Remember, there was the narrative about how uh, part of the reason was because they wanted to hand the team over to, to Carson. Carson. Exactly. W- yeah. Which I, I'm not saying that was not what they were thinking, but uh, geez, talk about you know reading the room incorrectly for the mm-hmm. 400th time. Exactly. Yeah, All right, true. we're way late into this. Let's, All right, uh, let's super sport uh, us, whatever it is. Well, yeah. well, we need to preview the Saints. Is there anything you want to? Oh, yeah. Crawl that can't wait for the game. Uh, <laughs> the Saints are uh, good. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it to you, Sheil. What, what is impressive about their defense, second in DVOA, second in pass DVOA, second in run DVOA. Very consistent. Uh, yeah, I would say what's most impressive is they're 8-0 against the spread with, without Drew Brees over the last two mm-hmm. years. I mean, that's uh, that's incredible. Um, so you got Taysom Hill, we presume, on offense. I would say he's been... Okay, the one thing he will do is, uh, like, I, I think people were praising him for his play last week. I thought he had, like, four play, four balls that could have been intercepted in that mm-hmm. game, and so he will turn the ball over. I think, uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't have the stats in front of me. I did no research on the Saints for this, so it's based on what I've seen every week. But he fumbles a lot. You mm-hmm. can say that. Uh, he is a very good runner. You know, they have the QB inclusive run game. He will scramble. It's not, I guess, totally unlike what we might see with the Eagles and uh, Jalen Hurts. They've, of course, got Alvin Kamara. They've got Michael Thomas. They've got uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, Jared Cook. They've got a very good offensive line. So, uh, you know, they haven't been the the best offense, obviously, with uh, Taysom Hill, but they've kind of done enough. I feel like when he has time and knows where to go with the football in the short and intermediate part of the field, he's been pretty accurate. Uh, so that's their offense. And uh, defensively, yeah, they, I think they had a stretch of 42 drives without allowing a touchdown, which is incredible. Like I, I kept looking at that going like this should be getting uh, even more play right now. So uh, they've got guys up front. They've got uh, Cameron Jordan. Uh, Trey Hendrickson is an interesting free agent. I don't know if he leads the league in sacks or is among the uh, top three or whatever it is, but he's been putting up big numbers. Bo, do you know? You I tried to get the Eagles to trade for him last oh. year. Well, there you go. Uh, so they have Trey Hendrickson, uh, David Onyemata, Sheldon Rankins. They kind of throw all these different guys there. Demario Davis at uh, at linebacker. They traded for Quan Alexander. So the, those are their two linebackers in nickel. Those are both cover three down guys. Uh, and uh, again, they have a very versatile secondary with Marcus Williams, PJ Williams, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. These are all guys that can play nickel or either uh, safety spot. I think I had Chauncey Gardner Johnson in my Eagles only mock. Uh, was that two years ago? Mm. He seemed like a guy that that could fit. I would say I didn't have this in my sort. Did you guys have a Chauncey Gardner Johnson in your sort? No, okay. I did not. All right, then then I'll say it now. I feel like he, he is like one of the biggest pests in the league. I mean, he went. There was a two week stretch where. Michael Thomas got suspended for punching him in practice. Not that I guess that should necessarily reflect poorly on Gardner Johnson. He didn't get suspended, but a teammate punched him in practice. And then the 
next game. I don't think it. I think it reflects a little bit poorly. Like if you're doing Maybe. enough that a teammate right. punches you, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the next week, a Bears player got thrown out for punching him during the game. I mean that that is like an epic two week stretch. You get two people, uh, you know, uh, punished. For punching you. And so he does like little things. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think who the Eagles player would be, who he would sort of get Rager. under their skin. They would have to show a little bit of life. Rager, you think? I think Rager. Okay. Well, that would be fun. Yeah, I would. That, that's something to watch. How does Rager respond? I mean, he'll do things like like put his fingers like in your helmet after a play. You know, these crazy things that will get you so annoyed you that you like want to slug Bean? the guy. I don't know. He de- he just irks everybody he plays. Like every game he's doing this stuff. It's unbelievable. And so uh, that is that's something to watch. But, uh, yeah, their defense has been outstanding. All right. Well, All right. with that, let's get to super sorecasting. All right, heading into week 14, four weeks left, presumably in the Eagles season. The scoreboard is three for me, three for Shield, and one half for Zach. Two and a half back. Oh, boy. So he's up against it, but he had a number last week that he wanted to hit, and he did. So he will have 34 turkeys heading into today's game. Shield had six left over, so he will have 30. And I, once again, spent my entire budget, so I am back at 24. But Zach, I feel like, is like the Las Vegas Raiders here. I mean, this is like must-win uh, situation must win. here for you in Week 14. You gotta. Em- this is empty out the kitchen sink to win this one. I was rolling if last one week of- in the third quarter. <laughs> you know, Rodgers was at 80%. Yeah. Um, Another bet winning, and then boom, Elliot. The Elliot hadn't missed a kick yet. Yeah, then oh, that was Shields actually. Yeah, that was me. Uh, yeah, I could have taken a big the rushing, lead. The rushing yards and something else, right? You oh know? no! It, oh yeah. It, it was the it was Devonte Adams versus the Eagles combined receiver yes. the, yeah. versus yeah. top two receivers. It was very close. I was doing yeah. yeah. It was I was doing great until Jalen Hurts threw some you know passes at the end. So uh, yeah, that that one hurt. So if one of Sheil or me wins this week outright, I think that will eliminate Zach from. Uh, being able to win it would all, what do you yes. mean you think you can't do the math we would be at four and well, his just, max would be three I and a half I wasn't trying to be mean about I, it. I still oh. think I, I I still think I should be at one instead of a head well what it did it oh, we never got the, the vote I, I felt like there was a lot of people chiming in saying it shouldn't count yeah oh, I know it's oh, ties, oh the right? oh the the o-line combination yes I, yeah. I think people were saying it shouldn't count but I guarantee you, if Bo had that bet, it, it would have counted. No, I wouldn't. I would not. I would not argue for that one. But anyway, so Marissa so we're ending one. at the at the Eagles' end of the season. We are not carrying this oh, into a random game because Zach did mention at one point we could do a random the playoffs. game yeah. into the playoffs. Yeah. Separate game. Listen. It would have to be a separate game. Yeah, okay. no, I'm not. I'm not committing to more of this. <laughs> All right. All right. So we did have two of the same submissions this week. So Ooh. I did take four from the chat. So okay. we'll just leave it at that, but we will not say what. Okay. Everybody ready? Zach, you got your notebook? Got my notebook right here. Yep. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Jalen Rager has a catch of more than 50 yards. 50. Mm. Oh my. One. One. Two. I'm not going to let you have it for two, three. Anyone want to top three? Four. 
Try here five. 50 yards. See, Jalen Hurts, he, he did throw that 34-yarder down the sideline to him. He does have nice, nice touch. I'll, I'll, I'll go five. Ooh, uh, see, I'm in your head. <laughs> the pain, the look of pain. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to spend. I mean, if, if I if I do six, then you got a number no. you want to keep this. I'm, I'm spending a big chunk on one. To, um, no, I, I'm not. I'm not ready to do that. Right, just oh, kidding. you want so, some of this rigor action? No, I'm I'm good on that one. All right, all right. Um, so Zach, if this is a, you know, this is obviously it's a big week for you. Do you plan on using all your turkeys or no, you can't tell? No, no, no. I have a number today too. <laughs> wow. Yes. Okay. That, 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 that was 50 or more, right? Marissa? So yeah. It's exactly 50. Yeah, I get it. More. It says more than. Oh, more. Ooh, mm, I need the 51. 51. Mm. Mm. Guarantee he's getting a 50, exactly a 50 yarder. All right. Okay. All right. Jalen Hurts throws for 200 yards or more one two three four i'll go five six shield's frozen i am oh Oh, she was frozen. Oh, I thought no, she no. just wasn't. That yeah, was my I thought thinking he was just, phase. He didn't want this yeah, one. Yeah, that was my deep in thought. Do I <laughs> no, jump in? You are frozen to us. Yeah. Oh, I am? Oh, now you're back. Now you're back. Oh, uh, it's at six right now. My connection is unstable. I would go seven. I will go seven. You're no. going? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I am going no, seven. Knowing you, we need clarification. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I, I will go eight. Anyone on a top 200. Eight? I mean, it's a pretty low bar. If they get some, we get some garbage time. We got some garbage here. time. Exactly. You have one big pass, it. and all of a sudden, yeah. Mm, but do I do I want to commit so many? Mm. I'll go nine. Nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> going one. Thirty-four turkeys. That would bring me down to. That would bring me down to twenty-five. Going uh, twenty-four. No, I'm at 34. That was yeah, but I have nine. You'd have to go 10. No, I. Oh, you're at nine. I thought you were at yeah. eight. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm at going, nine. I'm not going 10. No way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So that one is to bow for nine. So that was now, was that 200, 200 or more? yards or more. Yep. Okay. Okay. So bow is down to 15. 15. And shield, you're down to what was that last one for? 25. Five. Okay. All right. The Eagles will score more than 17 points. Says more than. That's how the question is written. Ooh. So I'm assuming that is mm, I like so that's that. 18. Yeah, that's Two. 18. Three. Four. Do I hear five? Five. Six. Seven. Oof. Eight. How bad is this freaking team? <laughs> Seventeen Eight. points in a game. Eighteen like, points in a game and in the year twenty twenty. Eight. I'll go nine. Do I hear ten? Uh, Going once. I'll go ten. <laughs> Going twice. Eleven. Ooh. The. Okay. Twelve. Anyone. I'm out. All right. Sold to That's a good one. That's a good value. 
for 11. The Eagles have scored. It's been the last four games. They have not scored more than 17 points. <laughs> what? That's crazy. 17, oh 17, 17, 16. I mean, I've been watching them, but that's like that's so pathetic. Isn't that bad? All right. You watch these teams, a game just starts and they like go down the right. field and score a touchdown like last night. You're like, oh, this looks a lot different. All right. Okay. Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts combine for four or more turnovers. Oh. One. One. Oh, two. Three. Four. Five. Remember, it says four or more. So you get you get it for four. Six. Seven. You can have it. Hold on. There's no you can have it yet. Going once. Seven. Four more. Going twice. All right, you can have it. Frozen again. Oh my gosh. Still frozen? I can't tell. Is he, does he want in or not? No, I don't. Can anyone hear me? You don't? Okay, Yeah, you're he back. said he doesn't. Okay. 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 Right, I've got so, that then. What was so that, for to, seven? For seven, I'm down to eight. Okay. And I have 34. Correct. I have 14, I believe. <laughs> yes. Correct. 14. Okay. okay. Sanders drops a pass behind the line of scrimmage. Mm, one. Does it, so it has to be. Let, let's it's clarify. It has to be. It is written. It has to be counted Sanders as a drop. Drops a pass behind the line of. Scrimmage. And it has to be a. And it has to be a pass. It has to be a what, forward pass. What charting service are we using to confirm this? Sport, Sport radar? radar. That's yeah. okay. So Sport Radar has to mark it as a drop because there is. Uh, yeah. Subjectivity with this. All right. Two. Subjectivity. That's what I said. I thought you said objectivity. No, maybe I froze again. Mm. I mean, I get many wrong, but the, that is one. There's that I only got right. the, the, the the way that you said it is subjective. We, we, we'll never know. All right, Zach, Zach, put that one up for two. Anyone want to top two? Wait, that's it, two? Mm-hmm. Not letting you have that for two, three, <laughs> four. Okay, I'll let you have it for four. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fine one. All right, so Zach is down He's to down 30. He's down to 30. Okay. All right, here's a big one. Wentz is on the field for at least one play. Ooh, that's a good one. Is Wentz, I, I, you know, uh, Flex here, like it, it Reese says, was asking yes, me he's yesterday. Be backup. Yes, he's the backup. He is. Yes, okay. Doug said it today, yes. And it says okay. he's on the field. It does not say anything else. Throws a pass or anything. Yes. One. One. Two. Two. Three. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I hate like like betting on someone getting hurt. Um, four, I guess. But you don't think uh, it's if only he get- fair. It's only fair if the Eagles insert Carson Wentz to do a zone read at one point and put Jalen Hurts <laughs> yeah. wide receiver. That that uh, there was a few of those in the chat, but I figured this okay. one would be more interesting for Super Swordcasting. You are at four. I'm at four. Four, yeah. I'll go five. Sheila, you want in on this? No, I I think there's zero chance of this happening. Wow. 
I well, mean, that's the, obviously the, not true. The chance is like an injury, you know. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, he's, I, he's, I, do, he's I don't think he's. I don't think he's good. I don't think they're going to trot him out there when yeah. the guy's miserable yeah, of and depressed <laughs> to, to, to go line up at wide receiver or something. Oh, and you're not going to bring him in to run. So, yes, I, I guess you're banking on a Hurts injury. I, I, I or like have... a helmet issue or like his shoe. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's true. That is, Marissa, that's a good one there. That is good. Yeah. Bathroom break. <laughs> Plenty of possibilities with this team at this yeah. stage. Yeah, try, try to get them to bump it up. Keep right. that coming. Yeah. Uh, no, you can have it. I have it for oh. five. That was okay. a, I think that was a bar. I thought you, that one was going to go for – I put that one in the middle on purpose. You had five left, Bo? What do you – No, no, I have three has, left now. I have three, three left, left oh, now. Three left, okay. Okay. Taysom Hill has a run of 30 yards or more. One. Three. Four. Was out of Five. I can't. I can't bid anymore. Five. Six. Seven. You can have it. Seven. Sheila's down to seven. Okay. How many questions do we have left? Zach is going to get the five the left. Oh, boy. So if these are good ones, Zach could really clean up here. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is the one that we had a double of. Malcolm Jenkins has an interception, fumble, or two or more tackles for loss, sacks included. Three. Four. I'm out. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Oh, it's yours. That's I it. can't get it. Okay. Zach's down to 22. With uh, four questions left. Okay. Jalen Hurts has the most rush rushing yards of anyone on both teams. Hmm. One. Sorry, one. How, many, how many left? Four left, including four. this one. Okay. Yeah. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. It's yours. I'm out. Okay. Zach's getting okay. some good ones here, I feel. All right. But as I've learned in the past, the diversifying isn't always the best. You know, it's, it's like the best bet is, is the best way it to go. Well, yeah, but it is it is hit. a good it is a good bet to diversify. But a lot of these don't hit, so. Okay. She'll makes an appearance on the post game pod. <laughs> well, she'll control Zero. This. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But she'll can do this. She'll can incentivize himself. This is a. It, it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> uh, you're competitive. Your competitive spirit might compel you. I, I would be able to see how the game went, and then if I needed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it just says appearance. It doesn't say length. It doesn't say anything like that. Nope. Still really not worth it. Uh, okay, I'll go one in case I need it. Uh, <laughs> is, is that going to go two? <laughs> I, I mean, this is a, it's like box me in. If you get it, you you'll can. come on. I have you to can get guess who wrote this question. It was. It wasn't Sheil. 
<laughs> Bo, did you write this? Of course I did. <laughs> All right. Like the, so be- be- the strategy sabotaging himself. You're basically getting me to waste my turkeys. Game I'm just theory. trying to get my friend to come and hang out on the podcast. But she has, so she, this is ridiculous. Like That's you, all this has ever been about. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to waste you, my turkey. So let yeah, him have you got, it. You got to let me have but it for I, one. You have no choice. Yeah. If yeah. you go for two, then I'm not showing up. Right. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So do I spend? No, no, no. This is. Oh, so you're saying you want to spend spend just to stop him? Sure, you don't win one. Uh, Yeah, that's true. You have. You have. What if I go three? What if I go three? I I will go two here. Okay, that's good. That is good game theory. Mm -hmm. I like that. Do I? Is is it worth it for the insurance of knowing I could get one here? This is a good one. That's a little game. This does add a lot of game theory. I feel good about this one. Let's see. I have set. So I have seven left. So I would. I would be betting three, and I would be. It, it's a guarantee if I win this one that I get it. There's something with you know. And again, there's no time limit. I mean, I could show up, uh, yell at you all for five minutes, and then sign off and watch. Uh, Bill Steelers and I would yeah, be that's fine. Yeah, I was looking up the Sunday night game. Yeah. I mean, Shield's great game, gotten, game of the yeah, week. That's that's big. That's a big responsibility for Shield too. So okay, I'll go three. I mean, yeah, you gotta you, if I, you can guarantee a victory in this game, you gotta do it. Is Zach gonna keep going? <laughs> <laughs> I like how Bo did this to get at me, but it seems like Zach is the one. I mean, it's it's, most... it's an affront to my sensibilities. So. Uh, <laughs> I I will not <laughs> bid four turkeys on something I don't believe is worth four All turkeys. All right. All right. But okay. but now I have to pay attention to the the nonsense swoop or forecasting during the game to know how I'm doing. Yeah, oh, Marissa, you cannot tell. Okay, Shield, fine. you can't update Shield. With well, wait, do I send that wasn't part of the clause. You're not privy to mine and Marissa's guys. Slack messages. You do. I yeah, you'll, send you'll know what they are because she yeah. sends us what they are. But okay, but okay. she can't be like you. You won uh, two things this week. That's a, you have to actually do the work yeah, yourself. Yeah, last, last Marissa, you're your own person. Them. Okay, Bo can't tell you what you can. <laughs> you you're allowed to do what you want to do. <laughs> okay, we have two left. Quarterbacks will rush for more yards. Than all other players combined. Mm. One. Three. Four. Well, I'm out. I can't. No, neither of us can bid. It's yours. How many does Shield have left? He has four left. All right. Okay. So a Hertz leading rusher one. Uh, if Hertz is the is the is the leading rusher, yeah. then I think I can hit on two here. I have a good stack. It's okay. true. You got you're looking for rooting for hard for a big yeah. Jalen Hurts. And run. Zach has eleven left, correct? Yes. Okay. Is this the last one? Yeah. This is the last one. Okay. Jalen Hurts completes a pass that is the player's longest reception of the season. Three. Four. It's yours. I'm out. Great. Above my number as well. (laughs) All right. So. Uh, I have three. Jalen Hurts will throw for 200 yards or more. Uh, the quarterbacks will combine for at least four turnovers, and Carson Wentz will take a snap. And I have three turkeys to bring back with me next week. First time. For yeah, I think it's the very first time. Sheil has Jalen Rager has a catch of 51 yards or more. Mm. 
the Eagles score at least 18 points. Taysom Hill has a run of 30 plus, and Shield makes an appearance on the postgame pod. That's actually a pretty good lineup of. I don't know. I I feel like Rager's gonna have a catch of 50. The Eagles are gonna score 17, <laughs> and Taysom Hill's gonna have a 29 yarder. Yeah. I don't like these. I feel like I got hit with some weird numbers. Was the here, Taysom but... Hill run was it 30 or more, or was it As over 30? a run of 30 yards or more? Okay, okay. so that one. Uh, okay. okay, yeah, 30. Okay. And then Zach has uh, has five. He has. Miles Sanders has a drop behind the line of scrimmage. Malcolm Jenkins has an interception, a fumble recovery. Oh, it just said, was it fumble recovery or forced fumble? It says Ooh. Malcolm Jenkins has an interception, fumble, or mm. two or more tackles for loss, sacks included. So involved in both ends. Fumble. Involved no, in fumble re- no, no, no fumble recovery. Forced fumble. fumble. Forced fumble. Okay. Yeah, fumble recovery is Bobo. You're, you're, not, you're jumping on a ball. Give me a break. Unless you do I'll, give him, I'll give it to it's him luck. If, if it's a fumble recovery for a touchdown. He gets that. You don't get to cheat. No, what are you talking about? That's that, not in the well, question. Think, it just says fumble. We have Sheel, to determine you wrote this it. question, right? Oh, I think so. Oh, wait. So, so what did I write? Because what, what if he has an interception or what oh, if he picks I, up the ball I, I and then fumbles? I thought I said forced fumble, but I could be – I very well could be wrong. I would, as, I, I would imagine the nature okay, of the question. Okay, Marissa's right. Is, yeah, okay. No, so I, I think it's – it has to be forced or recovery because I did not specify. It doesn't have to be a touchdown. I just okay. wrote fumble. He's involved okay, in yeah. a fumble. Yeah. Okay. I like that bet. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Jalen Hurts is the leading rusher of on either team in the game, and the quarterbacks are the leading or have more rushing yards than all other players combined. And Jalen Hurts has a pass that is the receiver's longest reception of the season. That's a pretty good, pretty good spread. Who's nice the work, player Zach? that Malcolm Jenkins annihilates and then like stands over them? And tells them they're terrible until like there was and it, there was a chat uh, oh there was suggestion of that yes because I I think that gives Hertz like the middle a, finger to the sideline oh. yeah no I think he looks up to the the yes. bo- well the, here we can get there the if he there gives it to Schwartz then we know the answer That's if he true. gives it to Howie then we know the answer but I feel like either I could see Hertz like in space Hertz and is Jenkins a good one. just like plants him because Jenkins has no relationship to Hertz yeah. and Rager would be the other one because uh, he has no relationship to Rager so he, he's definitely gonna like. Totally I figured that one, one of those poor hard. guys. It might be yeah. like the camera would yeah. not. Well, so that, yeah, so, so a little something here. Uh, in yesterday's interviews, Bo asked uh, Miles Sanders. I, mm. I'll let you take it from here, Bo. Oh, I just asked him. <laughs> you know, I no, no, you can take it. No, I was I setting said, you up. I was, I was setting you up. I just asked him. You know, one on one, man to man. How do you feel about that matchup? You against Malcolm Jenkins, and he he did not like take it as like a. Like a nice question going up against my old friend Malcolm. He says, I like me. I like me in that matchup. Oh, like, God. And so, Poor Miles. <laughs> and so look, so uh, Michael Jordan, and I took that personal, you're right? Like, so Malcolm mm. Jenkins sees that on Twitter. He, you know, he, he follows Bo Wolf's account, sees that on Twitter. and, uh, and Oh, he does? I don't know. I was just saying. Oh, oh, oh I thought, I oh, I was so. like, oh, interesting. Every, um, yeah. We, we did have two funny honorable mention ones that I just have to read from Jamie O'Neill. They were the same uh, same. Both he submitted both of them. Number of Taylor Swift album sales versus dead money on Carson Wentz contract, and number of fluid <laughs> ounce, number of fluid ounces in Shields bottle versus Miles Sanders rush yards. <laughs> so I thought those were pretty good. I, I, oh, I don't know. I got tw- 25, 25 ounces. <laughs> Zach, and also somebody made a good point. If you you need to be rooting heavily for 
a Quez Watkins activation. Because if yeah. he makes one catch, that's a season-long catch. Mm. Exactly. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a good one. Or or maybe uh, they throw a screen at Jordan Howard. I don't think I he had a catch I thought about that, week. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although I don't know if he had a catch with the Dolphins. That's possible. That's possible, too. You're right. All right. Let's get to the Crystal Bald Eagle. Uh, last I checked, it was uh, like a seven-and-a-half point spread. I think I, I got six-and-a-half in my uh, – mm column so that's good okay well maybe that's how you're getting such a good record you're, you're just uh, jumping on those good spreads all they right randy calm down randy <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, i think oh i can go i can go first here um as i mentioned the saints are eight no without drew Brees over the last uh last two years they've just sort of cobbled it together with um some good play calls on offense a very good defense sometimes they get some special teams and so I think it could be kind of close. You know, the Eagles went down there in that uh, playoff game and they played the Saints Saints tough that year. And so maybe uh, they know how to, I don't know, it's a totally different offense. That's probably a terrible point. But anyway, maybe they can be a little frisky. Maybe Jalen Hurts is running around a little bit. Maybe he hits on some deep passes. Maybe it's a little uh, high variance, but they, they hit on some of those. I could definitely see them forcing multiple uh, Taysom Hill turnovers and so that could shift the game so uh, i don't think they're gonna get like totally blown out in this game uh but i do think that the saints are gonna cover i've got uh saints 24 eagles 16 in this game so i guess they cover regardless of either of those two uh you couldn't even give you you couldn't even give him 18 points in your own prediction well i already i i'm already on the record with this or yes i i I would have gone uh 26 18 (laughs) if i were updating it for this podcast uh so i will jump in here i'm fascinated by this game absolutely fascinated for the reason that i mentioned um on the last show because I, i i think that the next four games, assuming Jalen Hurts is in the lineup, these these next four games will show whether Carson Wentz was the biggest problem with this offense, or if Carson Wentz was a symptom of 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 what's of what's ailing the offense. If if Jalen Hurts goes out there and things don't look different or 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 better, then I think it reflects a little better on on Carson. It, it shows that everything else is so messed up here that it's it's bringing Carson down. But if this offense does get the spark that Doug Peterson says, I think that reflects poorly on Carson. Uh, the, the thing that jumped out to me a bit when I was looking at this game, and I credit Paul Domowich at the Philadelphia Inquirer for asking this question to Doug Peterson, and, and then I looked at it farther, or, or, or further, I should say, is that the Saints really haven't seen a quarterback like Hurts yet. There are eight running, um, there are eight quarterbacks in the NFL who have at, at least 300 rushing yards, and the Saints haven't played any of them. One of them plays on the Saints, Taysom Hill, so they see him in practice. But the other guys, they don't see. So I think the big variable in this game is is Jalen Hurts' legs. And if if he can make big plays, he can make things happen that way. Um, so I, I think there's He's a chance no that He's no Kendall Hinton. Uh, no who, Kendall Hinton. Who the Saints did play. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, can't um, yeah, so there's – so uh, I think that's kind of the Eagles' best chance. And then, and then can they overwhelm Taysom Hill? That being said, the Eagles' offensive line against the Saints' defensive front, I think, is a big problem in this game. Um, I don't have, I have very little confidence in this Eagles' offense. Uh, I really like the way the Saints are playing on on defense. I'm picking the Saints to win and the Saints to cover. I was going to say 24-17, but that is too close to Shields' pick. 
but no, I, I, can I still go with what she wanted twenty four sixty? Do what you think. Be your own person. Yeah. Um, That's what you thought. That's what you thought. Yeah. So I'm gonna go twenty four seventeen on this one. All right. Before we get to Bo, Marissa, I need two numbers from you. Mm. I forgot to give out the Pasta Fisios gift cards. Don't make them too high because that will take me a longer time to count. But other than that, go Pasta with it. Fichos. I'd say be- between one and uh, I think 60 maybe. We've gotten a okay, lot of 60. Uh, reviewers. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's go with um, 13. I don't have a reason behind that. Two, Just three, popped in my four. head. Five, six, seven. Because that's the eight, combined eight, amount of turkeys seven, that uh, Zach and I have left over. For next yes, week. exactly. Okay, here we go. Oh, I actually really like this comment, so I'm glad you got uh, this one. Okay, this is five stars from Cat Dog fifty one seventy. So Cat Dog fifty one seventy. Hopefully you're listening. Email us at birdswithfriendspodcast at gmail.com and I will get you your gift card. Uh, Cat Dog says, Zeberm, join the show like a stepdad, energetic and eager to gain the listener's approval. We were slow to accept him since we already had an emotionally unavailable father figure, Sheil. We seem to have hit the weird phase where the father and stepfather have become close friends, bonding over their many grievances against the wife slash ex-wife and her bizarre games. I think that's you, Bo. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend to a friend. Uh, what did the kids say? I see no lies. Is that yeah, the, what a what a yeah. what a what a perfect distillation of the entire yeah. show. That might be t-shirt worthy. That <laughs> uh, that review. All right, so cat dog fifty one seventy again. Birds with friends podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We will get you your gift card, Marissa. One more number. Okay, so I actually think my sister is listening to the show today. Not oh. really sure if she's mm, still tuning big in. Big flex. She okay. probably she probably left sister. already. Um, but yeah. if she is still listening, <laughs> I know, that's right. this will be a test. So 16, her birthday is uh, on the 16th. Okay, 14, mm. 15, 16. All right, this is from Slacker Joe. Slacker Joe, email us, birdswithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Slacker Joe says, the only good thing about the 2020 Eagles is... Birds with friends. What better way to get over another ugly loss than to listen to three of the most insightful, funny, and analytically driven hosts in the business? How many times after watching another Carson Wentz bad throw or a linebacker missing a tackle or another uncreative third down attempt do I think at least I'll get to hear BWF justifiably ripping the organization for the myriad errors? Someone has to hold this team accountable. Keep up the good work. All Eagles fans desperately need you in times like these. Slacker the Joe, thank you for the kind words. And uh, send us an oh, email. Slacker yeah. Joe's in the chat. Oh, oh Slacker oh. Joe. Oh. All right, a real loyal listener, a viewer. Slacker Joe, send us an email. Thank you. All right, I, don't know what about, uh, I don't know what it says about the length of our podcast that uh, my AirPods always run out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long we're going. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, I think what Zach said is right that um, like there there should be some excitement about this game more so than we could have expected with this Eagles season. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of juice. What is Jalen Hurts going to look like? Are they going to do anything interesting on offense, or is it just going to be the exact same uh, scheme where everybody just go run an ISO route, see if you can beat your man, and uh, well, we won't protect you very well. Um, so I think it's interesting. I don't think it's going to be you know, fantastic from Jalen Hurts. I think uh, one of the things that I didn't mention the other night when we were talking about the history of second round picks, Shield and Zach, is uh, even those, there's a difference between 
all second round picks and Jalen Hurts because a lot of those successful second round picks were taken at the very top of the second round, uh, whereas Jalen Hurts was picked towards the back of the round. And I think the like the market um, is actually pretty efficient in the NFL draft in terms of identifying potential quarterbacks. Some a lot of those guys bust, but if you last that late, there's probably um, a significant single signal there. I anyway. included second and third round picks in the numbers right. I was citing. Right, but there are but like the guys who actually hit. Yeah, that's are true. mostly yeah, guys who higher. were picked yeah. at the p- top of the second round, except for like Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott and Foles, I yeah. guess those third round picks. Um, anyway, it'll be fun. I think it'll be exciting to watch. I think the hope that you would have if it, if you're an Eagles fan is that the Saints are going to uh, sort of overlook them and and have uh, you know a bit of a you know a down game. But I think the presence of Malcolm Jenkins like returning probably makes that less likely. And also Sean Payton, I think has a thing for the Eagles and probably wants to show that he has the real Taysom Hill, not the fake Taysom Hill. Um, Delaware County's own. So I think you'll get a little bit of a, of a special game plan from them. So I take the saints to cover 23 to 11. Also the saints do have a lot of lot at stake here in terms of holding on to the number one seed in the NFC, which mm, is, of course, point. the only only seed that gets the bye here. So the, the uh, Packers are right behind them. Well, there you go. All right. I guess that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Uh, for Zach, Marissa, and Sheil, I'm Bo. We will talk to you after the game on Sunday at some point, maybe live on YouTube, maybe not. Um, and pay attention to Shield's super sorecastings because that will probably determine whether or not he makes an appearance. I mean, that no will pr- determine. No problem no about it. it. That, that will determine uh, whether we get a visit from Shield, Uncle. So thanks for uh, listening, Oh, everybody. sorry. Uh, la- all right, last thing. I know okay. Marissa, Marissa's going to punch me through the screen. But when you said uh, Sheila Uncle, uh, for longtime listeners know the uncle jokes, but uh, we were out. I was outside yesterday with the girls, and uh, the mailman drove by for those who don't know indians we call everyone an uncle or an auntie and so uh the mailman drives by i say hello and then i say the girls you know is, is everyone say hello and i goes oh hi mail uncle i gotta go the guy has no idea i don't even think <laughs> not a listener i don't even think maybe he is maybe uh later he laughed about it but i did think that was funny that random male guy's been called mail uncle by a girl and has no idea what's going on that is pretty good. I like that. That might work. Adam. Adam and I. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And as always, we love you.